Thank you for tuning in and for being a part of today's teaching. Today's subject is called the basic pattern of evangelism. And I want to answer it immediately. The basic pattern of evangelism is God working through man. God working through man. Let's go to the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3 to see this pattern in its beginning stages. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. Also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made tunics of skin, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, 
lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. In Genesis chapter 3, God himself is calling. He called, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? God's love for the lost takes him to them wherever they are. Even when they are trying to hide from him. Many people are trying to hide from God. They're hiding behind all kinds of things, trying to hide from God. Yet God is calling out, where are you? Because of his love for them, his love takes him to them wherever they are, even when they are trying to hide from him. God calling, this is an essential part of the pattern. And our part? What is our part? Our part is like John the Baptist, who understood it, when he referred to himself as, in Mark 1 verse 3, as a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Our job is to prepare the way for the Lord, as God calls people to himself out of hiding. We can learn something about God's methods by looking at the ones God used in Eden. In chapter 3 of Genesis that we've read, we see God searching, calling a man by name, questioning him, bringing him face to face with his guilt. God then gives Adam and Eve a message. He shows them the results of sin, but he foretells that a savior will free man from Satan's power. He persuades them to exchange their own poor attempts at decency for the clothing that he provides. Remember, they try to clothe themselves with fig leaves. It was their own poor attempt at decency to clothe themselves. But God then gives them something else to clothe themselves, themselves with. He made a tunic for them of skin and clothed them. We follow the same pattern as God directs us in the search for the lost and helps us to give each one his message. It's a personal message that reaches, reaches each one because God called Adam by name. And today God still calls people by name through you and me. When we share the gospel, God through us is calling people by name. God's pattern for evangelism in Eden goes beyond finding the sinners and giving them a message. He showed Adam and Eve that he loved them. God made a sacrifice there in Eden. And that is the tunic of skin that he clothed them with. He killed an animal and used the skin of the animal to clothe him. That was the sacrifice that God made 
They clothed them with fig leaves, but that wasn't sufficient. God himself sacrificed an animal to clothe them from their nakedness. This shows that God loved them. He made it possible for them to stand before him clothed with a sacrifice that he made. This sacrifice of the killing of an animal to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve, it was only but a preview of what God was going to do for a sinful world at Calvary. It was a preview of the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ dying on Calvary's cross for the sin of the world. This act of God in the Garden of Eden reminds us that when we speak of God's judgment against sin, we must tell of his love for them, for the sinner. We show them their condition. We tell them that they are sinners, but we don't leave it there. We give them the solution. We tell them that God loves them and that God does not want them to be condemned to eternal separation from him. Shall we show them the love of Jesus by pointing them to his sacrifice on the cross? And when they, are, when they accept his sacrifice, they are clothed with righteousness. They are clothed with a new beginning. People must see that love in us in order to believe what we say about it. The sacrifice for salvation was finished at Calvary. There will be no other sacrifice for salvation. Jesus died once for all. But there is still a dying to self for you and I as God's vessels. We are living sacrifices. That's right. We are living sacrifices. We must, we must be living sacrifices for God in order to help others find and follow the Savior. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Notice that all through the Old Testament we see God calling sinners to turn from their sins and be saved. But he does this through his, message, through his messengers. His people, his prophets. He chose Noah to preach against the wickedness of the people and show them his way of escape from coming judgment. He sent, no, he sent Jonah to warn the people of Nineveh. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Amos, and the other prophets, they go in the power of the Holy Spirit and deliver God's message. They are God's messengers, chosen and sent by him to certain people in certain places with a special message, God's message for them. This is still God's pattern today, God's basic pattern for evangelism, is God working through people, working through his people, working through his vessels. Today, you and I, just like the prophets of old, we are his messengers, and we are to take his message of salvation to the world. This is God's, God's basic pattern of evangelism, and that is working through man. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. You are God's man. You are God's woman that God wants to work through 
You are his chosen vessel to give people the message of salvation. Just like God who searched for Adam and Eve through you, God searches for lost man in this world today. You are God's chosen one. You are God's pattern and his method of evangelism. Till next time, amen.